Welcome back, you guys. Hi. This is Shayna. And Tanisha. And this is I Hate Everyone. And you probably do, too. We always look at each other when we say that. And I always feel like I'm going to get it wrong. I'm like, am I saying this right? Right. I hate everyone. I hate everyone, and you probably do, too. You could probably do, too. I feel like that's still a little long, but yeah. I told uh, one of my clients tonight about it, because I was like, yeah, i got to run home and shower, and we're recording tonight. Um, and she's like, oh, what is it called? And I told her, and she's, she's like, that's actually really clever and funny. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I've gotten really positive feedback on it. Everyone laughs at it, and yeah. everyone's like, oh my god, I hate everybody too. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely positive feedback. Um, so, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. I want to say we're, Tanisha made these, are they German Christmas cookies? They're German Christmas cookies. And I can't stop eating them. I'm so mad at her right now. <laughs> There's a whole can in front of us. Right literally now. a whole can. They're like not super sweet. They're small, which makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Um, just dip, I'm dipping them in my in my tea. But you can easily like chomp down like four or five of those. I'm like I'm try tripling that. <laughs> I think I've already had like ten. Uh, they are good. Yeah. Um, Tis the season. Tis the season. I made a batch and took them to work too, and everybody liked them. Yeah, so. they're really good. Um, but yeah, we didn't record last week, but we're back this week, and I kind of want to start with a little story, which actually, um, happened last night, <clears throat> so I met a guy on Hinge, and we've been chatting, really good conversation, actually, um, and we met once, uh, really nice guy, you know, it is what it is, just kind of feeling it out having conversation, but we kind of touched on, uh, yesterday we were chatting and he said that he's not very feely, I guess, like feely or emotional. Like he's not in touch with his emotions? I see, I didn't know if it meant that he wasn't in touch or if he wasn't, oh, that's what it was. So yesterday was the one year anniversary of my uncle passing and when I woke up, I went to the group family chat and it was all this like R.O.P excuse me, RIP, whatever, whatever. So I texted him and was like, oh, I just logged on to the group chat and it's the one year anniversary and his response was a sad face and he didn't say much else. Um, and then somehow I think we brushed on the fact that he's just not very feely. And it kind of hit me. <clears throat> like it didn't put me in a bad mood, but it just kind of hit me. And I thought... It made me think back to our episode of Narcissism where we talked to Lauren and about how healers can sometimes attract, what did she say? We can attract, not broken people, but people that like need healing. Yeah, like they they see something in you or they they know that you are a healer and so like, okay, maybe, you know, subconsciously even this person can like... like a healing aura or something I don't know I don't know but either way and it made me think of that and I just thought because this isn't the first time that I've crossed paths with a man who isn't feely quote-unquote I would say most women cross paths with those right exactly and it just made me flash back to two relationships in particular and three people in particular and I just thought crap man like am I and not trying to like jump to conclusions that we're going to date, but just in, in my head I was thinking, is this going to be a possibly another situation where I am giving so much of myself and I'm not giving back? That just like for a second that's, that crossed my mind. And in that second, I felt 
lonely. Like I felt the loneliness that I felt in those previous relationships and in those previous encounters. Not saying that that's what's going to happen, but you know, just because that that statement that he made made me think back to those situations, well, and I felt kind of lonely. I was like, well, damn, and I started crying because I think it was just like that past hurt coming back, coming back. Well, do you think maybe? And not to say that that's how he, you know, I'm not trying. Well, but I mean, he also flat out said, I'm not feely. So maybe that was like his little like, hey, here's my red flag. I'm waving it to you. (laughs) Here it is. Here it is. (laughs) This is, I'm I'm telling you up front. Right. So, I mean, I don't know, not to say like, don't, I mean, you can still test the waters, but. Right, right. I mean, he's, I. It definitely put me on, on caution. Yeah. I mean, I'm still intrigued and want to chat and get to know him, but I definitely just thought, okay. And my walls go up pretty easily anyway, so that was kind of like a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I, didn't we talk about this like a few days ago? We were texting and we were talking about the walls going up. I was Probably, like, maybe... Probably. Maybe. Maybe if you were like comfortable enough with someone... Oh, that's right. You did say that. Oh, I forget exactly what I said. You said um, maybe... If it's actually meant to be, or if there's an actual connection, then your walls don't go up, or we're less likely to second guess. Yeah. I think something along those lines is what you said. Yeah, like, if you actually, like, feel something that seems real, you might be less likely to put the walls up, and then, but then whenever you see that red flag, or something comes, something happens, you're like, okay, that's when the walls start coming up. Right. I don't know, my walls go up pretty fast, so. Yeah. Um, which is my own something I'm working on, but yeah, I just kind of felt lonely in that in that split second. Not that I'm lonely in my life now because I'm actually in a really good place. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, hiccuping. <laughs> I'm in a really good spot. I've been feeling really good lately. Getting my regular massage with you, sauna. Kind of really just taking care of myself. Yeah. And, but for that split second, I just had like this rush of past loneliness and I did not like it and I think that's why I started crying yeah overwhelming overwhelming and I just thought and then but then I also thought you know what Tanisha don't jump to conclusions because that's something that I feel like I have definitely done in the past is I make assumptions based off of you know one word or what happened what have you and I'm something that I've definitely learned this year is enjoy the ride and don't jump to conclusions um, you know, obviously I feel like you have certain things you got to be cautious about, but also not jumping to conclusions I feel like is important. Yeah. So. I feel like it might be getting, I don't know if easier, maybe easier. I don't know. As yeah. I get older. I don't feel like I'm jumping to conclusions as quickly, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. But I think when I do, I'm like, no, this is, I like can't see another option. Right. Yeah. So it's like, this is it. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of, yeah. So I told myself, you know, don't jump to conclusions. Just enjoy the ride. I'm just getting to know this person. Right. Just getting to know him. No need to build stories in your head based off of something he said. Granted, I am cautious because it made me feel a certain way. But yeah. Um. But that's something. I just realized I put that ornament in the wrong place. That's the one Draki took down. <laughs> the sheep. <laughs> She's got a really nice Christmas tree blinking right now. It's yeah. very festive in here. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're talk we're touching on loneliness today, which can can be a little somber. But sometimes people can feel a little lonely around the holidays. Maybe you don't have friends. Maybe you don't have a large circle of friends. Maybe your family is somewhere else. 
um, all of the above. Yeah, it's interesting. I think growing up like, Jewish mm-hmm. and Christmas is not right a thing. Like I really I enjoy. Did you guys celebrate? Not really. No, we never celebrated Christmas. We would do, you know, we'd go see like Christmas lights, and we we obviously had a lot of friends that celebrated Christmas, and they would invite us over for like Christmas lunch or dinner. And one of my best friends growing up, uh, God, probably from like second grade to tenth grade mm-hmm. I spent every Christmas Eve night at their house they even like had a stocking made for me that's cute yeah so I spent the night at her house you know when we were little like Santa yeah even I <laughs> believed in Santa yeah and we would try to stay up we tried to set up traps to find Santa <laughs> um and so I mean I got to have that experience but like you know it, Christmas was never like a family holiday mm-hmm. for me um, so I really just enjoy, I enjoy what it feels like. I enjoy the lights. I enjoy <laughs> listening to Christmas music. I've been listening to it since the, after Halloween. Yeah. In my car. Yeah. I've um, listened to it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, it's puzzle season. I made home my checks mix. I can do all, all of the things. Yeah. And then Christmas, t- I guess there have been some days at Christmas where, like, all of my friends here in town are, like, doing something, mm-hmm. and I'm a really social person. Right. And they're all out either out of town or they have family plans or something, so there's definitely been Christmases where I've just been alone at right. my house. Yeah. But that was also in my 20s where I, like, hated being alone. Mm-hmm. And now in my 30s, I cherish it. I do too, actually. So I, really, I enjoy my alone time, my routine, my downtime. Mm-hmm. I actually like crave it and need it. Yeah. I probably do that more than I socialize, which I need to socialize more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <That happens. laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely I feel like the holidays granted uh, for some people it may be about the gifts, for me not so much. What I really love about it is that and this is me like being totally philosophical again because I just think like that. But one month out of the whole year, multiple parts across the entire world, people are coming together, spending time with their family, their friends, they're being grateful, they're being kind, they're doing for others. And for a split second, I think. Because I have this love-hate relationship with humans that for a split second, I think... That's oh, why it's called I Hate Everyone. I Hate Everyone. Probably <laughs> do too. You know, for a second, I think, man, there's hope for the human race after all that for... Sadly, it has to take a holiday, but <clears throat> that for a moment, we can actually come together, put our differences aside, have fun, be nice, be kind, be patient, be loving. Except on Black Friday. Except on Black Friday. But that's what I really enjoy about the holiday. And because of that, I feel like some people who don't have that can feel lonely. Yeah. Um, uh, and just loneliness in general, too, in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it cuffing season. Is that what that is? Yeah. I never knew what it was. Yeah, okay. it's like, I guess a lot of people start dating kind of right around fall Halloween-ish because cuddle season yeah you want to be like you know during the holidays you want someone to go look at the lights with and drink cocoa with and watch Christmas movies and travel with and then New Year's you know you want that New Year's kiss Mm -hmm. so yeah there's all of that but I feel like 
yeah, so, like, I've had a friend tell me the same thing, that she would like to have that, and, I don't know, that kind of ties into your self-love and your self-care. Are you okay with being alone? Yeah. Um, does that make it, does that make the holidays worse when you're not okay with being alone? I think so. Uh, because you don't know how to be alone. You're afraid to be alone. You haven't, I don't know, peeled back the layers and tapped into spending time with yourself and being okay with that. Um, so when you see everyone else hanging out with friends or who knows, with their partner, it makes you sad. It can make you lonely. Yeah. If you lost a family member. Yeah. Um, that can be a tough time too. So I think for me, I don't know. How do I deal with loneliness? I do my self-care routine. I mean, I do the things that make me feel good. Spend time with Jackie. Yeah. You know? I puzzle. I like <laughs> I'm working the, on my Santa Claus puzzle right now. I have a puzzle I've been working on for like a month now. My roommate gets so mad, mad at me. I was frustrated last night. I was like, damn it. <laughs> my roommate's like, when are you going to be done with this puzzle? <laughs> it takes up part but, of the house. But yeah, like I just... Loneliness is not... It's not It's not easy. I feel like loneliness... And this is a personal opinion. Ties into fear. Mm-hmm. And loneliness also fuels... The frustration that I think some people feel, and that frustration can lead to anger, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean I agree with you. And there's also there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. Yeah, right. So, I spend time alone, but yeah, I'm not lonely. Yeah, my my past two relationships towards the end of the like towards the demise of those relationships, I felt lonelier mm-hmm. in those relationships than I did when I was single. Yeah, and that's how I knew it was like a sign for me to get out of those relationships. Absolutely. Like I, I, I'm if I feel more whole when I'm not by myself, right? Then there's something wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually been a really big wake up call for me in the past few years. Is I think that's also what why I don't feel lonely anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I don't really ever have times where I feel lonely. I think, and it's because I felt that loneliness while I was with a partner. Right. And I think when you finally, which takes some time, fall back in love with yourself. Find your baseline. Yeah, you, then you, you know, you're, you're, you should be your best friend. Right. You can have other best friends, obviously, but you should be your best friend. <laughs> you should be your best friend. And you should be okay with, you know, being just, just with you. Right. Yeah, for sure. I've definitely felt that, where I felt lonely in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and then I have, now... There, there has been times where I guess, like, say I, you, you find someone that you connect with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe I'm going to speak from personal experience. Maybe <laughs> not. You find someone you connect with. Right. They live out of town. Yeah. You spend time with them. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Right. They leave. <laughs> maybe a little bit of loneliness at that point. But it's kind of just like, that's, oh. I feel like that's a different type that's of loneliness. Not, yeah. That's like a yearning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a yearning? Yeah. To fill that happiness that was there or like that fun time. Yeah. Or it's also like a high, like you're coming Connection. down off a high. Yeah. Right. Right. Whereas loneliness is like, I don't know, like this, this, maybe this pit feeling of, I was watching The Grinch where he's slipping into abyss. Oh. <laughs> he says, <laughs> when, what is it? I think he gets invited to the, um, the holiday whatever Christmas Meister thing and 
he's like trying to figure out what to wear and he's looking at his calendar and he's like oh, I can't cancel dinner with myself and he's like but I could, I could and he's like but I could move laying in bed and slipping into abyss to 930 <laughs> Brilliant. That's the one with Jim Carrey. Okay, I, I haven't love... seen that since it came out. Oh, I love that one. I watch it 19 every... years ago? Is it that? I think it came out in 2000. Did it really? I think so. Yeah, so like, the Grinch is... Is he lonely? I don't know. But that's different from being alone versus loneliness. I can't cancel dinner with myself. I can't cancel dinner with myself again. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty great. Yeah, that is. Hey, and he loves spending time with himself. He's okay with that. He yeah. actually prefers that. <laughs> But he was lonely. Um, I've de- but I've definitely felt lonely in relationships. It's not a fun feeling. Yeah, it's not. And I think you can also... I think loneliness can come... Can creep in when you start comparing. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like comparing to... Like comparing like your life to someone else's. And what I was about to say is like social media yeah. can make you feel real lonely. Yep. Oh, these people... Excuse me, have lots of friends and they're always active and they're traveling and blah 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 but oh, they have this amazing partner that they show the world right but you don't see you know you don't see them fight you don't see the bad stuff right absolutely yeah um i think and that kind of ties into like what we're saying self-care self-love finding your routine when you're lonely in a relationship when you start to feel that loneliness how do you handle that? Like you said, it made you aware, and you know that that's a sign. I need to get out. Yeah, I mean, so, like, not a an expert in relationships. I, right. I've had We're failed, not experts. <laughs> failed, failed, failed relationships, right. which is normal. Yeah. Um, but that's just, I guess, goes to show you, like, that's why communication is so important. I'm glad you said that because I was literally just thinking that. <laughs> I feel like my last relationship like we we never fought um we were you know he was a good good friend but we didn't talk really much about our feelings and whenever I would try to bring something up I feel like he would just kind of change the subject yep I've been there um <laughs> change the subject or brush it off brush it if off it's not important and or even in my relationship before that a couple of years ago I could sense something was wrong and I would, you know, hey, like, something's not right here. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Like, hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, you can only bring that up so many times. I feel like you're talking in circles. Then maybe he thinks you're nagging. Yeah. Then it turns into this whole argument. But that's that's how I've dealt with feeling lonely. And I mean, how, what else do you do, right? Like, you, you have to talk to the person that you're in the relationship with. And if they can't meet you halfway, then you've done everything you can. Absolutely. It's like uh, a long, if you're in a partnership and it's, you know, years, mm-hmm. or you're married and it's been years, of course, I feel like you're going to feel, I feel like there's always going to be moments in a relationship where you will feel lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you two are growing or maturing at different rates, or so one person lost their job and you're home all the time and the other person's still active and you're depressed, whatever. And like you said, it's so important to communicate and to be actively open to listening to the other person. And if someone says, hey, I'm feeling kind of lonely in this relationship, don't brush it off. Right. As if it's nothing because it takes two and there's a reason that person feels lonely. And that's a sign that something isn't going downhill. Right. 
And if you really want, if you really care, and if you're really invested in the relationship, then you open up. Maybe it makes you feel uncomfortable, but this is where I feel like it's so important for us to, as people, if you want to be in a relationship with someone, you really have to learn how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because just because your partner tells you they're lonely and you're uncomfortable talking about it doesn't mean it's okay for you to shut down. Oh, no. You know, like, how else are you going to get past the hump if you're not willing to feel uncomfortable talking about the things that make you feel uncomfortable? Yeah, and (laughs) when you're in a long-term relationship, you fall into patterns, you fall into habits, and things can get a little too comfortable. Right. And I think in order to kind of keep, you know, things exciting and keep that spark up a little bit, you have to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. Trying new things, mm-hmm. whatever. Having those conversations. Right. It's so important. You have to be willing to put in the work. Mm-hmm. And being uncomfortable isn't easy. If it were easy, everybody would be doing it. But the majority of people, I feel like the majority of people don't talk about their emotions. No, they stay in their comfort zone. I mean, that's the only way to get stronger is to be uncomfortable yeah. you know like going to the gym like you know bodybuilders they they weren't comfortable building those muscles right they you know the pain. yeah like i'm sure there are you know people <laughs> olympic gymnasts athletes like yeah nothing nothing actors yeah it's all it's all uncomfortable you're pushing your limits are we gonna talk about feel the fear and do it anyway because are you have still not reading it yet <laughs> I'm just reading my other book right now. So you guys, Shane and I kind of like brushed on buying a few copies and maybe doing like a giveaway or giving them away, whatever. Um, Feel the fear and what is it called? Feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Susan P. Jeffries is the author. And book is 33 years old, 32 years old, almost 33 years old. Is it 30? Okay. I think it was, well, it was published in 87, so who knows when she actually like wrote it. Right. Uh, one of our listeners actually ordered it, and she's enjoying it. Oh. It's really cool. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. What did you want to talk about? Feel the fear? Do oh, it? I was saying all of that's fear. Like, a fear, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, being, being uncomfortable. Right. Yep. And she talks about that in the book. Like, yeah. pushing past those moments that make you uncomfortable. And, and those will continue to happen in your life. You know, you'll find something that's uncomfortable you'll deal with it and then it'll be okay and then next thing comes along and it's gonna be uncomfortable and you deal with it and it's gonna be okay it's okay right i saw a meme uh, and i've seen it before but i saw it again the other day where it's like so far in my life there has not been one instance i haven't been able to like get past or something Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's like you are uh, like out of all the things you've ever done like i've I've made through a hundred percent of them and we and usually do. Here. Yeah. We usually do. Yeah. And does it, it might not be pretty. It might not be graceful. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like, look at all the things you've been through and you're still here. You're still, still standing for the most part. Might be a little dusty, but nice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, what did we, we said that in one of the other episodes with Mel, where he said fear and love. And I said the same thing. Oh yeah. They drive everything yeah. we do and or say. And when you're afraid, we shut down and I feel like it's a it's a process it gets easier with time but I don't think the actual act is easy it just kind of gets easier with time if that makes sense yeah I feel like you you just learn how to handle it right like I feel like I'm getting better with it I'm more willing to 
feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like when I told, like we talked about in episode one, and I oh, yeah. expressed my feelings. That was totally uncomfortable, but I was willing to do it because I felt like it was needed. Yeah. Um, yeah, and as you get older, you're just kind of like, well, if I don't do this now, right. when's it going to happen? Right. Exactly. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Exactly. So dealing with the uncomfortable situations, I feel like maybe it becomes, the more you do it, it becomes routine. I don't think it becomes routine. I think maybe you just get more confident in it. There you go. That's you're like I, you know, I I have no idea how this is gonna turn out. Right. Maybe you play out the possible scenarios. Like, okay, how would I get like your worst possible scenario? Mm -hmm. How will I feel if that happens? Am I okay with that? Right. Okay, I can be okay with that as long as I get speak as long as I speak my truth. Right. Right. And can I be okay with feeling like shit for a little while after if I don't get the (laughs) results that I want? Then yeah. I mean, it's part of living. You've, you've got to feel like shit sometimes. Right. I think just... Build up from that. Yeah, just knowing that feeling like shit is part of being human. Right. And being okay with it. Which kind of ties into, or at least I think so, ties into your emotional and mental health. Because, in my opinion, people who aren't comfortable with feeling uncomfortable and aren't comfortable with what did you just say? Feeling like shit? Mm-hmm. Those people... And everyone processes their emotions differently, but there are those people uh, who take that, that frustration of loneliness and, and uncomfortableness and project it in a negative way. Uh, whether it's violently towards other people. They blame other people. They blame other for people. For loneliness. Blame other people for your loneliness. You don't want to take accountability for your mm-hmm. contributions and whatever situation it may have been. So maybe they lash out. Um, I've watched way too much Snapped growing up, and I feel like people who are emotionally and they snapped. Yeah, it was like a show about um, people who snap because they're in abusive relationships and they kill their partner. I've never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> So I used to watch it. I used to watch, um, what is it, like IDTV way too much. I love forensic type Whoa. stuff. Whoa. Yeah. I've never heard of IDTV either. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. it was ID something. But I feel like people who are abusive are, they fear something. They're afraid of something. They're bottling up some emotions and they've learned this behavior and they're projecting this as if it's an appropriate way of dealing with these types of emotions. If that makes sense. That's my, like, theory. Yeah. Um, Well, it's what they were taught at a young age. It's what they were taught. It's what they absorbed. Mm -hmm. Um, It's learned behavior. Learned behavior. Right, right. And not necessarily healthy behavior of dealing with... No, definitely not. Anger, frustration, loneliness, sadness, whatever, rejection. Um, Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, takeaway, guys. It's okay to be uncomfortable. The was it our first episode or second episode? I think it was the second episode when you said it's okay with not being okay. Yeah. Or is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's is 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 that the? It's quote? okay not to be. It's okay, okay not to be okay. Um, you and don't then, have to be a hundred percent all the time. No, but then like ever since you said that, like that was the first time I can recall ever hearing that, and I've actually heard it a few other times in other places. Oh okay. And that just, that hit really hard for me, like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to not be okay. You don't have to make it any more clear or simple than that. Right. You don't need to 
feel like you have to be on 24-7 or comparing yourself to the Instagram world or mm-hmm. what have you. And I think it's okay if you are feeling lonely and say, like, you have someone to reach out to, mm-hmm. let them know. Absolutely. For sure. But, that, but see, that ties Some into... Some well, they don't have yet, but that ties into communicating how you feel. Yeah. So are you the type of person that's going to be feely and communicate? You know, does that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you reached that point where you're okay talking about the fact that you're lonely? Right. That's Because a... not everyone is at that point. I you're feel right. Like a lot of people aren't at that point. You're right. You're right. So then if you're not even at that point, you're not going to reach out. No, you're right. So then you're just going to wallow in your loneliness. Which we don't want. We don't want you guys to do that. No, but loneliness is a feeling. Right. And if you're feeling something, then like that's... I feel like no, no one else has control over your feelings. Like, you know, you, you're the only one that can work on your feelings. So mm-hmm. if you're lonely, do the work. Do the work, yeah. Not to sound harsh or cool. <laughs> you know, we're just giving it to you guys raw here. But like, yeah, if you're lonely, check in with yourself. Right. Why are you lonely? What can you do to make, you know, to... Fit, to Make it better. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to be lonely. No, no one wants to be lonely. You don't want to have negative feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't think most people want to. You don't know. But we do. We have these emotions. And it's no, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with... You shouldn't deny the fact that you have these emotions. Pretending like you're not or not talking about it, brushing it off. That's, what, that's why we're doing the podcast. We want to talk to you guys about the things that we feel like you shouldn't brush off. It's okay to talk about them. Yeah. We get lonely. That's okay. Everybody gets lonely. Or yeah. has been lonely Or before. has been lonely at some point. Um, it doesn't matter how many friends you have. It doesn't matter if you are in a happy relationship. There may be a moment where you feel lonely. Find something that gives you strength. Find something that makes you feel good. And maybe use that as your... Anchor? Yeah. So you can come back to that you have control over. Something that brings you back to your center that makes you feel like you again. Mm-hmm. If you like music, go see a show. Yeah. You said you love going to... I think we talked about that on the last episode. Yeah, love going to see live music. And that's something that makes you feel whole and... Uh-huh. I also... I don't do this often, but every now and then I'll find a, like a, a TV show that I like to binge watch. Right. Like, I'm okay with sitting at my house by myself mm-hmm. for six hours watching yeah. the show. I did that yesterday with Mad Men. <laughs> I've never seen that, actually. I just got into it. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta... I know it's easier said than done, um, but don't be afraid to be afraid, guys. And that's not easy, but that's okay. Life's not supposed to be easy anyway. Yeah. Where are you supposed to find your strength if everything's easy? And I also think figuring out how to fall in love with yourself. Right. You know, maybe think of things that people have said to you that are compliments. Like, nothing physical. Mm-hmm. But, you know, oh, you have a kind soul. You're funny. Right, right. You know, you're really giving. Oh, I think I saw listen. something like that on maybe Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't have to be a lot. Maybe just, like you know, two or three things that really kind of, you know, when you hear someone say that about you, makes your soul light up and kind of focus on those. Like, oh, mm-hmm. people like 
like the way I, I like the way I talk or people think I'm funny mm-hmm. you know it's kind of random acts of kindness I feel are so important because you never know if you're crossing paths with someone who's just depressed or lonely and like you said that random oh I like your dress or mm-hmm. or uh, I don't know anything like you said and that could just completely change that person's day yeah uh, I had a lady, this was years ago, I was walking to my car, and for some reason, I was, like, smiling while I was walking down the street, and she just, like, we locked eyes, she was sitting on the side, on the bench, and she just looked at me, and then she kept looking, and then she says, she's something along the lines of, like, you keep smiling, girl, and I was just like, yeah, <laughs> that made me feel so good, she's yeah. just random stranger, and I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You challenge people. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, do that once a day. If you're out in public, say something, say something nice to a stranger. Yeah. Watch their eyes light up. Right. Oh, I had a lady. Uh, this was also years ago. It was at uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, and I was checking out, and she had an extra coupon. The lady at the register asked me if I had a coupon, and I was like, No, I don't. Didn't I don't have the paper? I didn't get this. And the lady just gives me one of her coupons, and she's like, Here. I was like, No. Are you? Are you why are you sure <laughs> she's like yeah sure and she says pass on the good karma mm-hmm. and I looked at her and I said okay I will mm-hmm. and I think that same day I like, did something nice for someone yeah. yeah and it's nice because you're you're brightening up that person's day and by you brightening up somebody's day it like makes you feel good like guys like do that and once you do it check in like stop and pause and check in to see how that makes you feel yeah. it gives you like this warm fuzzy feeling almost like this sense of fullness mm-hmm. oh that's a feels, really feels good it just feels good oh my gosh that's a really great way to combat loneliness I think just like yeah cause like if, if you're lonely sometimes you feel empty right and ma- doing that kind of thing can can at least help fill up that emptiness mm-hmm. at least a little bit yeah that actually that's a good idea and maybe it even, because when you're in a, in a low place, I feel like we start to wallow and we can't see past that. So making a conscious effort to maybe do one act of kindness a day pulls your eyes up instead of them always being down to the ground and you're starting to pay attention to what's going on. Okay, well, well who could I? Oh, well, she has a nice dress. And then you say something to that person. Yeah. Oh, I like this idea. That is a good idea. <laughs> go, Tanisha, go. Go, go Tanisha, go. Yeah. So, do it, guys. Um, yeah, I've been passing out the cookies, so that's kind of... There you go. I guess, my act of kindness. I gave one to my neighbor. Mm. He's retired. Yeah, sure he liked it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's a good idea. I think so, too. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, guys, I think this is probably going to be a shorter episode. I don't know if there's much else to say, I'm but hungry. that's okay. <laughs> I want dinner. <laughs> um, we hope that kind of resonated with you guys. Uh, you know, it's, it's okay. Reach out. Reach out to us if you want to. We have that email. Yeah. Um, and it, it can be completely anonymous if you want it to. We won't read names. Or if you just want to give feedback what have you that's fine or if you have a friend reach out to a friend yeah and if you know someone that is lonely or you feel they might be lonely maybe suggest yes check on them but also maybe suggest the at random act of kindness thing yeah see how it makes them feel yeah 
So it makes you feel. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna check in with people who I think might be lonely. Yeah. Right. And say that. It's a good. I mean, I think that's a good good activity to probably deal with it. Yeah, good time of year for it too. Right. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, guys. Well, email us. I think we're recording one more before the end of the year. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how our schedules are. I have um, a, I have another dinner next week. Oh, do you? A dinner. <laughs> I didn't even go to the holiday party last week. Well, next week is the 23rd, so then we have the 31st, which is a Monday. Maybe we can record on that day. You mean 30th? Or 30th. We'll figure it out, guys. Um, but yeah, shoot us an email. Get caught up. Hopefully we can record one more. What's the email? We hate everyone. So do you at gmail.com. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening. We're still totally enjoying this. Y'all should be eating these cookies right now. And Shane is still devouring these They're cookies. They are so good. <laughs> Take them away from me. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Peace out. Bye.